The World Economic Forum has explicitly declared their intention to create a new world order. It has become more interesting this week during their conference as they have reportedly dispatched officers to detain a journalist and his crew. To add to the prophetic interest, the World Economic Forum police patch on the officer's uniform features what some are calling prophetic symbols. We'll look at this and more today on End of the Age. Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're excited that you have joined us for today's episode. You can actually join us on the air as well by calling one eight seven seven end time That's one 363 8463 We are taking your calls and we'd love to hear from you. Today's show is particularly interesting because it talks about uh, the World Economic Forum Police, which may or may not exist. Seems odd, I know, but we have video footage of what appears to be police officers from the World Economic Forum. However, it's been debunked as disinformation. So what is true? What is not true? What's the Bible have to say about what's coming, Uh, especially with world government? That's what we're going to be talking about today. But I do want to remind you that in spite of all the craziness in this world, you don't have to be afraid. You can um, pursue the future with peace and hope. And you don't have to worry about what's happening with the Antichrist or the world government or President Biden or any of the other things that you want to fill in the blank on. We can have peace as we uh, go about our day. And we talk about it in our newest video called The Future According to Bible Prophecy. Uh, We actually just released it last month and uh, we're running a special right now as it's brand new. So you can get it for a donation of any amount presently by going to endtime.com slash future or calling 800-END-TIME. That's only available through the end of May. So if you're going to get it for a donation of any amount, uh, make sure you do it today. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Um, So the future, endtime.com slash future or call 800-END-TIME. Doug, we're talking about the World Economic Forum Police. How weird is that? It's pretty strange. I mean, actually... This whole article is kind of strange because it, it really just kind of plays out Revelation 13 all the way through um, this article. And we're going to point those scriptures out and kind of show you. As we go down through this article, we're going to show you how this kind of lines up with world government, uh, world, the world economic system, and uh, world religion. So it's, it's interesting because all this was in this article that we have today, uh, which is from... Israel 365 News, which is interesting in itself because um, they kind of make some prophetic ties into uh, what's going on at the World Economic Forum as well. So uh, I think it'll be an interesting show. This is one of those where we can see world government at its finest. And even though this is a World Economics uh, Forum that we're going to be really talking about here, we're going to get into the HWO, the World Health Organization as well. I mean... I said HWO, I mean WHO, World Health Organization, too, because it ties in. Uh, Of course, we saw an article the other day, Vince, remember, 
where uh, the leader of the uh, WHO was there with Klaus Schwab as well before the forum started last week. So a lot of interesting things just within this one article. Well, we better get right into it, eh? Yeah, probably so. All right. Well, you can join us if you want to share your perspective. If you have questions about uh, world government or the World Economic Forum specifically, we'll do our best to answer your questions on that. You can do that by calling 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. How do we want to start this, Doug? Because the Bible has a lot to say about world government, and we talk a lot about it. And so there's so many angles, I guess, you could start with. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, it's very interesting. You know, like I said, Revelation 13 is going to be playing out in, in front of us here. But Revelation 13, 1 through 10 is what gives us the prediction of the uh, one world government, the Antichrist, the one world political leader there, um, and tells us that Satan actually gives that world power his seat, his power, his great authority. And then that this one world government and the Antichrist will make war against the saints. So it's interesting because all those things you can kind of keep in the back of your mind as we get into this article and, and read the first part of this article and, and look at what's going on there in uh, Davos. All right, so check out Revelation 13. We're going to be talking about this article and then we'll hit a little bit on that, that chapter yeah. later on in the show. So the article is from Israel 365 News. And it's titled, The WEF Has Its Own Police Force Whose Badge Resembles Daniel's End the Day's Prophecy. <coughs> so, it says, The World Economic Forum explicitly declared intention to create a new world order seemed moot as the organization does not have any military withdrawal, wherewithal, excuse me, to carry out this plan. So, Doug, on that, why would that be the case? They can't create a new world order because they don't have military well, the, the thing about it is they, they don't have anything in place, or at least we didn't believe that they did until just the other day when we find out that they have a special police force. And we'll find out they got a little bit more than that. But, yeah, I mean, that's what it's saying. It seems moot because they didn't have this before. All right. And, and the article says it recently changed as armed police officers wearing patches identifying them as WEF police detained a conservative reporter covering the gathering in Davos, Switzerland. Even stranger was the patch's design, which directly references a prophecy in Daniel. Is that part true? They make a reference to that. It, it, there Who's is the, uh, the, the writer, reporter? The, the okay. writer of this Israeli uh, 365, uh, not the reporter that gets detained, but this writer who... Uh, also talked with a Jewish rabbi within the article, and that's where they make the reference. We'll talk about that a little bit here in a minute, too, about what they're talking about uh, when we get down to some of the pictures that we can actually share with the audience. So it's not like the WEF has come out and said, you know, this is a nod to Bible prophecy or the book of Daniel or anything like that. This is totally the journalist's take on it. Absolutely. Got it. Um, So it says Jack... Posobiec, Posobiec, something like Posobiec. that. Posobiec. Yeah. Jack Posobiec is the journalist, a Human Events Daily host and Turning Point USA contributor. Contributor was in Davos covering the ongoing WF conference. On Monday, he was sitting at a cafe when he was approached by a man who identified himself as a plain clothes officer and asked for their press passes and passports, passports which they supplied. Suddenly. 
two minivans full of officers. It sounds like a movie, Doug. I know it does. Donning submachine guns, pointing their weapons at him, he told Breitbart News. He was subsequently detained and, along with his crew, forced to remove all contents from his pockets. Yeah. Now, remember the article that we read last week, Klaus Schwab, he pledged that they would... He gave a warning to people. He said anyone who sought to trivialize or to uh, hijack this event, including uh, the Great Reset or anything that had to do with that, that they would have, uh, that would not be tolerated and that there would be consequences for their actions. be held in contempt. Yeah, there you go. We'll get more on that on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. In the Bible, God gave us a timeline. From the beginning to the end of the age. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching our brand new video, The Future According to Bible Prophecy. Get your DVD of the future according to Bible Prophecy free with a gift of any amount. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800 endtime. That's endtime.com slash future or 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME. That's 877-363-8463. We're talking about the World Economic Forum police that has reportedly detained a uh, conservative journalist and his crew. I believe they're out now, Doug, but nonetheless, they were detained for some time. And uh, it's going to be interesting to hear more about their story. What's particularly interesting to, to us, Doug, is last week we talked about the and played a video, I believe it was, of Klaus Schwab saying that um, anyone that, and you were talking about it right before the break, but anyone that came to trivialize the event or hijack its key messages would be treated with contempt. Yeah. You were talking about that right at the edge of the break. I think there's more to that that maybe we want to say. I don't know, but um, nonetheless, it's pretty interesting that he said that would happen and then these type of things. Because mm-hmm. I thought maybe... You know, we see a lot of times when 
these events occur and someone will get up and protest in the microphone or something like that. Yeah. I thought he was just saying, like, okay, if you come in and try to hijack the conversation in that way. Yeah. But it appears like that. Like you'll be removed. They'll just ask yeah. you to leave type of thing. Yeah. Or even arrest you. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> that happens all the time. Yeah. So in this case, this guy's sitting eating lunch. Yeah, outside a cafe. And who knows what he was doing before that, but yeah. uh, they came up to him at the cafe and, uh, I mean, they call it detained, but, I mean, I believe he's put in cuffs. I, I don't know if he was or not. Uh, the video doesn't show any of that, but okay. it's very interesting what we're going to see in this video because uh, there's somebody asking questions about why this man's being detained, and none of these police will talk to this person, and they tell her, we don't have to answer your questions. Uh, well, it's not and, America. And this guy wasn't doing that... anything. He's just sitting there, and they walk up to him. You'll see in the video here, so... You want to play the clip? Sure. Let's do that. Excuse me, can I ask you why you're detaining this journalist? Can you put the phone away, please? Uh, can I ask you why you're detaining this journalist? I don't answer your question. Is it uh, not, uh, we're not able to away. report here? Please put Excuse the phone me? away. Okay. Uh, can I ask you guys yeah, why you can, you're being can you Yeah, can you um, please stop filming? Then we How, can talk. Uh, why do I need to stop filming? Because I ask you to. It's, the per, it's my personal right because I don't like to be filmed. Okay. And it's a right in Switzerland um, if I don't want to but be filmed. But can I ask why he's being detained then? I won't point the camera at you then. I won't film you, but I would like to know why this journalist is being detained on public property. We're not, we're, what, what's detained? Uh, can you explain How come he's being surrounded right now? Is he uh -huh. allowed to leave the area? We're we're just um, making a normal police control uh, because you know it's WEF, Everything is, is very. Is there a reason sensitive. he specifically was targeted? Uh, there is a reason because we we have to have a reason to 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 uh, so control a, a what person. What was the reason? What was he doing? I don't have to tell you that. Why why you why are you asking me that? Uh, because this is, uh, you know, he's, uh, there's many journalists here, and I want to yeah, know why know. he specifically is being detained. There, there is a reason, but uh, everything is clear now, and um, we're about to leave in just a few seconds. Thank you. Okay? Um, yeah. Could you please now, uh, can I ask you please to delete? Okay, so you heard what she said. Uh, I did. There, there's a reason because we have to have a reason. Uh she also said they were going to leave in just a few seconds. That's not what happened. Um, so the the article goes on to to say some things that happened after that. You want you want to tell us what that is? That yeah, he was crazy. frisked and detained for an hour, mm. and he claims that they aimed their weapons at him during the encounter, which they explained by saying he looked suspicious. Mm. The footage which has since gone viral on Twitter, revealed that at least one of the officers was wearing a patch reading World Economic Forum Police underneath the patch for the Ognostinks Force. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. But that's the area of the police where they were force. At. Yeah, in that area. So, so we have a, another couple of videos that we want to show you from his perspective of what happened. He's being interviewed by another news agency, and they're talking to him. We're going to break that up by showing you one video, and then we're going to show you a close-up of the patch, 
and we'll describe it to the listening audience when we do that, those that can't see the video, and then we'll uh, play part two of that interview. So uh, y'all bear with us as we get that video going here. We are here with TPUSA contributor and host of Human Events Daily, Jack Posobiec at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. Jack, you've had quite the day, including being detained. Tell us more about the events of the day and what's going on over there. Well, you know, it's really amazing. And they say sometimes you got to do what it takes to get the story. So we've been able to break the story now that apparently the World Economic Forum under Klaus Schwab has its own military, paramilitary police force uh, called the World Economic Forum Police. We found that out, myself and my crew, because we were detained, stopped, and frisked on the side of the road outside of Davos by that very force just this afternoon while we were recording hits for the TPOSA special that's coming up. It's going to be on tposa.com. It's part of the Great Global Reset. Um, we've got the pamphlet out that Charlie has. We're putting together the documentary series while we're here in Davos. We're also going over to the World Economic Forum in Geneva, just down the road, to explain the health implications of the pandemic treaty and the international uh, health regulations that are going on. So we're out here. We're filming. You know, um, what can I say? I'm, I'm dressed like a reporter guy, and I'm standing in front of a camera, so I think everybody knows what we're doing. And so initially, a plainclothes officer had actually come up to us and said, about, you know, about an hour before all this and said, hey, um, can I see your guys' press passes and can I uh, check out your IDs? We said, sure, yeah, here's our passports, here's our press passes, no big deal. Uh, he goes away, says, no problem, you guys are fine. Continue recording, do a couple more live hits um, with, you know, with different national media out there. And then we take a break to basically recharge our equipment, recharge the batteries, get some food. And suddenly two minivans full of officers, essentially a quick reaction force, pop up. Uh, everybody storms out. They've got MP5s. One of the guys was flagging me with his MP5. You know, kind of that means in the military, it's like you know putting his barrel where he shouldn't be, vis-a-vis our direction. And then each of us was taken, uh, myself and the entire crew, one by one, out by, you know sort of behind the building and behind this uh, stack of tables. And we were made to empty our pockets and we were frisked right there in front of the entire attendees of the World Economic Forum. So we saw some of the footage from your detainment, and I noted those patches that specifically say World Economic Forum Police. I think we might be able to throw them up here on the screen to take a look. Okay, so we're going to put them up on the screen. I'm going to show them to you, and then I'm going to explain about the Daniel reference. So on, uh, on the right hand of our screen there, you see the World Economic Forum Police. Down below there are two, it looks like, rams with one singular horn coming out of their head. I think that it's just that they are uh, setting in a position where you wouldn't see the other horn. It's just like a, uh, you know, the, a side shot of these two rams, and it looks like they're about to butt heads. Uh, there's like some crystals underneath there because of, I guess, the crystal mining that they do there in Sweden. But anyway, uh, there's... There's this patch. Now, that says from 2009, Vince. So they've had this World Economic Forum police since 2009, at least, because there's a patch right there. So anyway, back to the reference of Daniel that the writer of this is uh, Israeli 365 News made. In Daniel chapter 8. Well, there was two patches there. Yeah, well, the other, patch wasn't was, English, so. the other patch was that, that uh, police... 
that are the regular police there in that area, that was their patch. Okay. So it was showing the difference between the regular police and these police are quite different. Quite one's different. round, one's a yeah. uh, shield looking. Absolutely. And I'm sorry I forgot to mention that. Black and gold, blue and yellow. It's like totally different. Yeah. You would not confuse the two. No. I think that's the point, right? Yeah, that's the whole point is that this is specifically World Economic Forum police. And like the guy described, they're paramilitary looking. We'll show you some more footage here in a little bit of some of those guys uh, patrolling the area. But the reason why there's a reference there to Daniel chapter 8 is because in Daniel chapter 8 verse 7 it says, And I saw him um, come close into the ram. And he was moved, uh, hang on, that's not the part I want, and smote the ram and brake two horns, and there was no power in the ram to stand before him, but he cast him down to the ground and stamped upon him, and there was none that could be delivered uh, the ram out of his hand. Therefore the goat, he, uh, therefore he the goat waxed great, and he was strong, and the great horn was broken, and it came up four notable ones, Toward the four winds of heaven. So what happens is there was a ram and a goat here in this prophecy. And the writer explains later, Daniel explains later in verse 20 and 21 what those were. So uh, I don't believe this has anything to do with the world economic forum. I think it was just interesting and the writer knew that it mentioned a goat in Daniel chapter 8. And so he mentioned that in that article. I don't want anybody to get confused and think that's what we're saying because it's not what we're saying. The Bible specifically tells us in verse 20, the ram which thou sawest having two horns are the kings of Media Persia. And the rough goat is the king of Grecia, and the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king. So we understand that this is talking about uh, the goat here is Alexander the Great, okay? And what he did when he conquered Media Persia. Remember, Media Persia conquered Babylon, and they ruled for a long time. But then the next empire that Daniel saw in Nebuchadnezzar's statue in uh, in uh, Daniel chapter 2, was Greece, okay? And so that is the rough goat, is Greece. We actually use this chapter and these verses to show that the uh, leopard is not Greece in Daniel 7 and that the bear is not Media Persia in Daniel 7 because that is a, that is a popular teaching that the bear is Media Persia and that the uh, four-headed leopard is Greece, but that's not the case because two chapter or a chapter over from Revelation seven tells us the ram is Media Persia, the he goat is Greece. Okay, so don't get that confused. That has nothing really to do with the article except that's what the article proclaimed was that it was a prophecy of Daniel. It is interesting that that is their insignia is this goat, and it looks like the goat could have uh, a single horn, but it's not a ram and a goat like Daniel. Chapter 8 is talking about, okay? So it's not representing Media Persia. It's not representing Greece. This is just something that the World Economic uh, Forum has used for years, okay? So they're not symbols from Bible prophecy? Not really, no, sir. I could see how somebody could stretch it and make it look like it might be, but no. It's or not. maybe if they didn't know Bible prophecy and they tried to do it and just... Yeah. I think that's failed. probably what we're looking at. They They just don't really understand Bible prophecy and they were just... Throwing that out there, but so. not. But it's not like the World Economic Forum is trying to depict a Bible prophecy. No, no, I don't. I don't think the World Economic Forum realizes that they are fulfilling Bible prophecy. So, yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, but it, anyway, it's very interesting. That's what those patches are. Now, we also have a second part of that interview where he talks about maybe one of the reasons why uh, they did detain him, and he talks a little bit further about what happened there. So can we go to that video? Clearly they're scared, which is why they detained you and frisked you and threatened you in as many ways as they could today. Why are they scared? What conversations are they happening behind the scenes that they may not want the world to know about this week? Look, what they're doing this week, number one, we know they're in bed with the CCP. The Russians have been kicked out. The Russians are not here, but the CCP is crawling over this event. In fact, right behind me, if you see the bright lights, that's actually where the conference is being held as we speak. There's a promenade up here where various countries have various booths. They're called houses, so there's a Polish house, a Ukraine house, China house, etc. But we also know that the World Economic Forum, what they are doing is they are trying to take the CCP model, the China model, copy it and apply it to the West. That is the form of authoritarianism that is coming down. That's what this docuseries is all going to be about. And you know what? It's not just in terms of economics. It's also in terms of our press freedoms. It's in terms of our freedom of speech. It's in terms, absolutely, as you just said, of our freedom of assembly. But furthermore, we're also finding out that it's, all, it's also going to have to do with our health freedom and the idea of us having bodily autonomy or even being the ones who can call when a pandemic is taking place within the United States. If the U.S. goes forward with a pandemic treaty and the WHO, we might lose that power and have an international governance body be the one that actually usurps the sovereignty of the United States and any other nation that signs on to something like that. Okay, so see, he's exposing some things that have been happening. We've talked about it, too. We've talked about the WHO and how uh, one of the things that they're trying to do is make that amendment between all the countries that are within the U.N., to hand over their sovereignty under a, a national health emergency, which would be deemed by the director of the WHO. He could decide what a uh, health emergency is, and then you would have to follow whatever rules or regulations the WHO, which is a branch of the UN, would bring down on your nation or your state or your country, however you want to look at it. Uh, but that is one of the things that they're talking about, and he's exposing that kind of thing in a documentary he's working on. There's a lot of different things being said there, Vince, that are happening at the uh, World Economic Forum. And one of the things that I, that I had uh, that I wanted to mention is um, an Australian uh, politician there at Devos, uh, Davos. She said uh, she's Commissioner Julie Inman Grant. She told the World Economic Forum this week that we need a recalibration of freedom of speech at Davos. So maybe that's why he was in trouble. I mean, she had just talked about this a few days ago before he got detained, that they needed to uh, recalibrate free speech. It's pretty interesting. Very interesting. We'll get into that more on the other side of the break. I do want to tell you that Dave... And Jana will be in Kingsport, Tennessee on June 4th and 5th. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about that conference. We'd love to have you out. You get to meet Dave and Jana and uh, people with like-minded uh, prophecy views. But we'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? 
With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'd love for you to call and join us on the show. Today we're talking specifically about the World Economic Forum Police and what that has to do with Bible prophecy and world government specifically. We've just found out uh, this week that there is a World Economic Forum Police. This did not exist to most people's knowledge probably to anyone, Doug, unless you were from the WEF, that there was a a police force involved. And so that makes things particularly interesting. And then they have a patch that has some people saying that it's uh, prophetic symbols on it, which uh, Doug explained before the break that that is not the case, although it's interesting that they have goats and such on their patch that looks a lot like some stuff that Daniel wrote about, although it is not that, but nonetheless... Interesting, and then you know, Doug. One thing that that we particularly like is that uh, when these things come up, even if they aren't necessarily accurate from what we can see in the Bible, it gets people talking about by the Bible, yeah. and it gets others going in there and reading, like, what does this say? And then at least they're getting in and 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 seeing some things in the Bible, and that's we're really appreciative of that, yeah. even when it may not represent what's happening in the Bible. Um, uh, exactly the way that the prophecy says. So, yeah, it's just a way for God to get their attention. There you go. Yeah, um, I will remind you that we're talking about this, and it's a subject that Facebook certainly doesn't like. So, when you share our video or give us a heart on the uh, thumbs up area, give us a heart instead of a thumbs up. It helps with the algorithm to get us in front of your friends and family. So, share right now. It'll help us out a lot, and we're going to get more into this because Doug. The patch clearly says World Economic Forum Police on this police officer's uh, patch. Right. It says it plain as day. There's no confusion about it. Mm-mm. But the fact checkers got involved. <laughs> yeah. So let's see what they have to say. And, and thankfully they were there, Doug, because 
That's certainly where I find my peace and security is on how the fact checkers identify <laughs> right. things. Absolutely. But the fact checker, checkers have claimed that the WEF had a police force. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, no, that's what it says. Labeling it as false. So it's not accurate, according to the fact checkers, despite the patch explicitly identifying the armed cops as World Economic Forum police. On May 24th, two days ago, police in the Graubenden Canton, where Davos is located, told Reuters that the WEF police badge is an additional one redesigned every year by the region's own emergency services. The fact check stated this serves the team spirit for use around the annual meeting. <coughs> they added that <coughs> excuse me, the WEF organization does not have a police force. So are they saying that they don't have a police force, but the local police put on WEF patches while the conference is going on? That's what they're trying to say. Now, I'm not from Switzerland, mm-hmm. but say in the United States, right? when um, the Baptist Convention General Conference is going on, I have no idea where that's held, but let's say it's held in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Do the Dallas, Texas police put on Baptist Convention patches? No, sir. No. And so that would be weird if it were to happen here. Yeah. But again, I'm not real sure about Switzerland, but that seems odd. Seems very strange. So what do you think? I think that uh, <laughs> that's a bunch of baloney, but that's my personal so, opinion. So if you were a fact checker, you would have written something different. Yeah, probably so. Because, I mean, even if they were... Uh, Given the authority by the local police department, maybe the local police department deputized them. Uh, they're still a world economic police department. They detained these people because they were reporters that were reporting on things that went against uh, what they wanted them to say. It went against what was going on at the World Economic Forum. There's no explanation for why a news crew sitting at a table at a cafe are being detained by police and then taken back and searched. And I mean, that's a that's a threat. When you point a machine gun at somebody, that's a threat. It's kind of saying, look, you're getting too close to telling people things we don't want them to know, so you better stop or else. That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like just a threat, a bullying type of method. Okay. That's my opinion. There you go. All right. Is it possible that the police officers are off-duty and hired by the WEF to patrol? Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely possible. We have police officers here in the States that work undercover uh, as security guards at you know certain businesses and things like that. When they do, do they wear their police uniform and patches and all that? Most of the time they do not because they're just representing a security force within that business and not working for say the city of Dallas or city of Plano. Uh only when it's a city of Plano function or a city of Dallas function and they're doing part-time work do they wear their uniforms, but doing part-time security work for an outside organization? No. And they certainly wouldn't go up to someone sitting at a cafe and detain them for an hour. 
No, not unless they had just cause here in the United States. Or well, I'm saying all over a security guard, oh, yeah, uh, security an off-duty guard, police no. officer working for a convention, Yeah, they sure aren't going to a, a cafe and Outside. a couple of vans yeah. and unloading on people. <laughs> no. uh, unloading as in, uh, you know, getting out of the van and, and detaining them. Not, right. not Showing fire. force. Yeah, yes. they came with force. Yeah, so that's certainly interesting. Yeah, um, it would be if it were here, and it seems like it is in Switzerland, but nonetheless... Um, that's what the fact checkers have said. The Reuters article reassured its readers that such a patch had been issued in previous years, and they have views. Uh, they have uh, patches listed in that article that they released. Uh, rather than reassure, the mm-hmm. site indicated that the WF has had armed police at its disposal since at least 2004. Mm-hmm. The WF has had access to air support as well. Yeah, interesting that they that's had air support. Quite interesting. Groups yeah. of police are patrolling in the streets of Davos with large guns protecting all the WEF attendees. Keep in mind, this is the same WEF that is called for, <coughs> excuse me, limiting citizens' access to firearms. Yeah, so they don't want us to have firearms. Right now, that's kind of a big issue here. It is. Uh, especially in our state because of the uh, school shooting the other day. And they're talking about taking our Second Amendment rights away and wanting to do away uh, with guns and gun control and everything else. But yet when you go to Davos to this World Economic Forum, this is what you see. We've got video uh, we want to show you here. Guards walking around with machine guns all over town. I know that's a short clip, but that Very was... Very short. Yeah, I was trying but, to get a drink of water in and didn't have time to even... Open my bottle. I'm sorry. But, yeah, it's very short. But, I mean, that's a little intimidating. I mean, we talked about the other day being on Temple Mount and being intimidated on Temple Mount because there's guys with machine guns around. That's what it looks like. It's very intimidating. Well, they're walking around the streets, and if you're at a cafe with your news crew and these guys walk up, you know they mean business. You're not going to give them too much lip there. You're going to just do whatever they tell you to do because they look like they could beat you down pretty well. Now, Doug, um... You mentioned um, gun control, mm-hmm. and you said that people are wanting to take away our Second Amendment right. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, right? But I wanted to get some clarification because we both know how this can go. Yeah, you know, your inbox is going to blow up, and your voicemail is going to fill up because people want to combat what you said or whatever the case may be. Right. So, I'll just say that what I've heard a lot about, mm-hmm. as opposed to taking away our Second Amendment right, is that they want additional tests in place. That's the argument. You know, it's time for action, and, and then no one says what the action is. But the ones that are saying what the action is, is that additional screening should be in place. Not necessarily right. that we shouldn't be allowed to carry. Well, I go by what uh, Beto O'Rourke said. Oh, you do? Yeah, except I'm going to leave out. The, Beto Francis O'Rourke. Yeah, I'll leave out the explicit word they use. But yeah, we're coming for your guns. That is what he said. Yes, sir. So, and he said that to Biden when Biden said, you'll be my, my guy. Well, even if they aren't coming for our Second Amendment right, the people that are saying the additional testings, I don't nece- I'm not necessarily, see, I, what I don't think they understand, and you and I both do, when you get a concealed carry license, you do have to go through classes, you mm-hmm. do have to take a test, you do have to go get screened and background check and get even a your picture taken mm-hmm. it's a, it's like getting a you license you got to go through training 
I've seen a lot of people say, oh, you know, for your driver's license, you got to do these things. I'm going, you have no idea what it takes to get it. You have to go pass a, in Texas anyway, you have to go pass a, uh, a shooting test at the gun range. Yeah. So it's not so easy. And I just want to clarify, make sure we understood exactly what you were trying to say there. Yeah. And I don't know if I helped you in your cause of keeping your inbox clean or not. It might have worsened things. It it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, Bet Old Rourke said what he said. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Before we go any further, let's go to the phones. Jeff in Illinois. Welcome to End of the Age. Thank you, Doug and Vince. Good afternoon. It's so nice to talk to you. Likewise, sir. I'd I'd like to start uh, my comment just by saying thank you so much for your ministry. You guys are awesome. And several years ago, I just felt the need to turn on the TV late one evening, and there was Pastor Baxter talking on End of the Age about the United States and the Bible. And that really hit a spot with me through the Holy Spirit. I enrolled in the Jerusalem Prophecy College, and I'm so blessed because of your ministry. Thank you so much Thank you for that, Jeff. So I've been watching some of the videos, yours and others, about the World Economic Forum, and there is one observation I have that ties in with uh, some of the teaching of the Jerusalem Prophecy College and what you're all talking about that I think is relevant here to Bible prophecy. And I'm really interested why we have all of these people from around the world, Klaus Schwab, other people, they're, they're talking about a digital coin, central bank, all of these issues of control of people and the fact that they want to be the ones controlling everyone in the world, and yet they are speaking the mouth of the lion. They're speaking English, and interestingly enough, on that patch, you, you showed two patches, one of them is uh, Swedish. I'm guessing it's some kind of a German language that's printed on that patch. And what's the other one? It's written in English. That's the World really? Economic Forum police patch. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. It's a good exactly. point. But interesting enough that that's all the mouth of the lion. Mm-hmm. I just can't, yeah, I just can't um, avoid the fact that, boy, there is some prophecy there, whether the, you know, the Rams aside, I, I, I sure agree with you on that point, but just thought about that, thinking about all these various individuals speaking English and the fact that they're all from different countries, that that's not their natural language. So anyway, that's, just that a, is a great point, Jeff. Great point. Thank you for bringing that up. Well, you're welcome. Thank you again so much for your, for your ministry. I just really enjoy it and I am so blessed and thank you all and my blessings to you. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, God Jeff. bless you. Um, Have a great day. Thank you, you as well. That is an interesting point, Doug. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into some scriptures about uh, from Revelation 13 after the break. Talk a little bit more about what's going on at the WEF and their agenda. We'll also be getting to your calls so you can join us at 877-END-TIME, 877 877- Three six three eight four six three. We'll be right back.
I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have op- some open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're going to turn to Revelation 13 now, started in verse 4. But before we do, I want to remind you that Dave and Jana will be in Kingsport, Tennessee on June 4th at 6 p.m. and June 5th at 11 a.m. Now on June 4th, Dave is going to teach a lesson called The Antichrist Socialistic Kingdom. Has a lot to do with what we're talking about today, but more in depth about what the Antichrist system will look like. And of course, he'll be telling you um, obviously things to look for, but also um, giving us hope as he speaks life into the circumstances, even though sometimes they may seem bleak. But then Sunday morning, it's not going to be a normal prophecy conference because it's Pentecost Sunday and they've asked him to speak on the Holy Spirit. And so, instead of a normal prophecy session, Dave's actually just going to be preaching a word around the Holy Spirit. So, if you are in the Kingsport, Tennessee area, you should certainly make plans to join us there. Uh, You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the venue and some additional details. Or if you'd prefer to uh, call and and get help over the phone, we'll be happy to do that for you as well. Just call 1-800-END-TIME and we'll give you the details and help in any way that we can. All right, Revelation chapter 13, starting in verse 4, says, And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? (coughs) And there was given unto him a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given unto him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are written, or whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain for the foundation of the world. Yeah, so this, this scripture here, Vince, is talking about that one world government and the world 
worship the dragon. We know that the dragon is the one that gives them its power, his seat, his great authority. The dragon is Satan here. And the thing about it is, is you can see through the things that they're talking about, the things they discuss. They talk about transhumanism here. Uh, they talk about uh, giving up sovereignty over nations and giving it to a one world government. All these things are prophesied in the Bible. They're talking about the, the world economic Forum where they want to move everything to a digital currency. All these things are being discussed this week. That's very much the spirit of the dragon that's there. And so you can see the connection that's there. The last caller, Jeff, was explaining to us that the mouth of the line is the language they're using. That's absolutely a great point because he's right. The Bible tells us in verse 1 and 2 that there's going to be the mouth of the line there, the body of the leopard, the mouth of the line, the feet of the bear. All that is very significant and, and very good points. But one of the things that keeps happening over and over, and I see this, is when you look at Scripture, it says, and he opened his mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. This guy, Vince, this Yuval Noah Harari, we've played his videos on here many times. He's the top advisor to Klaus Schwab and the WEF. He said in an interview, Jesus rising from the dead and being the Son of God is fake news. That sounds a lot like blasphemy against God to me. There. And this is something that he repeats over and over. Remember, if you repeat a lie enough times, then it will become truth to people. And this little guy, he's always spouting that off. He's always saying, you know, that the Bible's fake news. Jesus is fake news. They want you to believe that because they want you to believe that we have the ability to become gods. And that's one of the things, the very things they push at this World Economic Forum. So, very interesting what's going on there. All right, we'll get into some of the agenda, but first let's go to Kathy in Texas. Kathy, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Um, yes, and it's amazing you're talking about the uh, digital uh, currency. Uh, is it true that they cannot track the Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency, they cannot track? And that's what they say. So Vince is more of an authority on that kind of stuff than I am because I don't really follow the whole digital coin stuff very much. Um, so they say it's untrackable. It's it's not like um, using your credit or debit card. So, but anything digital to me, I'm going. I understand why they say that, but at the same time. Mm-hmm. It seems kind of odd that as much control as they have over digital things, uh, that they're not able to track that. But it's certainly not as trackable as a credit or debit card transaction. Right. That's cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Kathy. Be blessed. Bye. God bless Bye. you. All right, so the WEF's agenda at this conference, um, first of all, it was founded by a German engineer and economist, Klaus Schwab, who we know very well around here. Mm-hmm. Some say he's the Antichrist. We've done a show on whether he's not the Antichrist. <laughs> the more we talk about it, the more people are going to say, he kind of looks like the Antichrist, Doug. <laughs> how, are looks, we gonna, how are we going to combat that? Dude. Yeah. He sounds like the villain on a, on a movie. Yeah. And so he kind of fits in a lot of people's perspective. What are we going to say about that? 
Well, he's not a political leader. He, well, he's, he's leading all these politicians. He's leading the World Economic Forum. Yeah, he's training these political leaders up. He's definitely got the spirit of the Antichrist on him for sure, but I don't think he is the Antichrist. But he does have the spirit of the Antichrist. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll see. The meeting in Davos brings together some 3,000 paying members and selected participants, among which are... Investors, business leaders, political leaders, economists, celebrities, and journalists for up to five days to discuss global issues. The WEF advocates for a globalized world managed by a self-selected coalition of multinational corporations and governments. It refers to these initiatives as the Great Reset and the Global Redesign. Schwab has described periods of global instability such as the financial crisis of 2007 to 2008, and the COVID-19 pandemic as windows of opportunities to intensify programmatic efforts. COVID is a favorite subject of Schwab. He wrote a book titled COVID-19, The Great Reset, describing the pandemic as a rare opportunity. In his book, Schwab coined the term Build Back Better, which was adopted by President Biden ahead of his inauguration as the name of his legislative framework. Like Schwab, Biden has a long history of openly advocating for new world order. Critics have claimed that Biden's infrastructure bill is about advancing the Great Reset agenda by eliminating the private use of decentralized crypto to replace it with centralized, tracked, and traced central bank digital currencies. Okay, so that's very important. That's a key Point to this whole thing. Now, what, what about Klaus Schwab about? being the Antichrist? It's getting the more I read what you tell me to read, <laughs> the more it sounds like he's like it. I said. He de- definitely has the spirit of the Antichrist on him, but he's a he's a large mover and shaker in this. And for our president to take that Build Back Better slogan, remember we've shown video before where this is something that all the <laughs> World Economic Forum leaders have said we we had a video where several of our different world leaders mm-hmm. are saying it's time to build back better but Biden coined that as his phrase for his political campaign well then we we get into this digital currency that can be tracked and that's very interesting too and there's reasons behind that and one of them is revelation 13 that tells us about the world economy that's revelation 13 through 18 that talks about that the one world government will have that world economy, and it is called the Mark of the Beast. So there's another article that I pulled that I wanted to kind of throw in here because the the WHO that we talked about a few days ago, that Biden is trying to sign the amendment over into the WHO, the World Health Organization, <coughs> uh, to give them sovereignty during this health, this global health crisis, uh, whatever they deem a crisis. Uh, so this is... Something that's very important, and I wanted to to get this part of this article uh, because it ties in the two, the digital currency with that amendment to the World Health Organization. Okay, so this is the WHO treaty is tied to a global digital passport and ID system from the Brownstone Institute. It says, as part of this plan, the WHO has contracted German-based Deutsche Telekom subsidy T-Systems to develop a global vaccine passport system. That's odd. Mm -hmm. With plans to link every person on the planet to a QR code digital ID. Quote, vaccination certificates that are temper-proof and digitally verifiable 
build trust for some. <laughs> WHO is therefore supporting member states in building national and regional trust networks and verification technology, explained Garrett Mell, head of the WHO Department of Digital Health and Innovation. The WHO's gateway service also serves as a bridge between regional systems. It can also be used as part of future vaccination campaigns and home-based records. The system will be universal, mandatory, transnational, and operated by unelected bureaucrats and a captured NGO who already bungled the COVID pandemic response. Okay, so the reason why this is interesting, Vince, is because you think back to what happened in Canada. Okay, what was going on in Canada with the uh, truck drivers that were protesting in the big uh, protest they had there? And what they did was they began to shut down their uh, economy for them. So they couldn't use their digital cards. They couldn't go in and pay with a card anywhere. They had to use cash. uh, And they were uh, also penalizing people that brought them food or brought them money by uh, attacking their businesses, attacking their bank accounts. So this is one of those things that this is going to be tied into. They want to tie this uh, WHO vaccine passport system in with that economic system to where it's a digital system, and that's everything will revolve around this. Sounds very much like it could turn into something like the Mark of the Beast in the future. Uh, But imagine this. Imagine if... There was a uh, emergency, and we had given our sovereign over to the WHO, and all of a sudden they declare a pandemic, uh, a worldwide pandemic again, and they tell you that you have to get a vaccine. And now if you don't have this vaccine passport, they could shut down everything that you have. They could keep you from, let's say we had something like a food shortage. Okay, They're talking about that being the next thing that happens. You go to a bread line and try to get bread for your family to take home for your family and they say oh well we need to see your vaccine passport and you don't have it because you refuse to get it well guess what they're going to tell you you can't get no bread you're going to have to go home empty-handed your family's going to have to be hungry or we can give you this vaccine right here to the side and and you can get your passport and everything will be good to go yeah yeah well doug we've got a major problem we have 60 seconds left yeah and we didn't even get to talk about how the pope is involved in this wef right so how do we wrap this up? Well, we, we just know from Bible prophecy that these things are coming. There's going to be a world government. There's going to be an Antichrist. There's going to be a world economic system. There's going to be a false prophet that's going to line himself up with the Antichrist. Uh, and we believe that the Vatican is going to be that entity and that whoever is pope at the time of the Antichrist will be that false prophet. But there's also hope in knowing this information. We can refuse to take the mark. We believe that America will somehow or another be pulled out of this world government system and that we won't have to deal with that here. There's a lot of scripture that we would have to talk about that, something that I really can't do in 30 seconds. But there is hope in Jesus Christ, and there's hope if your name is written in that Lamb's Book of Life. And you can go to watch.endtime.com and search these subjects, and there's a lot of free videos available for you to watch. So do that. We'll be back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. 
If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.